What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. Hey, hey, welcome into another edition of Talk of Champions Recruiting. I'm your host, Zach Barry. Joining me as always. Mr. Ben Garrett, a.k.a. Spirit Ben, a.k.a. Dad of the Millennium. Good morning, sir. How are we doing? Wow. What a way to to kind of bring in, usher in Monday morning. Jeez, getting all kinds of plaudits and applause. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, Unfortunately, I know everybody's been waiting on pins and needles, edge of their seat, gripping their steering wheel as they listen to this, wondering if it happened. It did not. Um, but what did not happen? Did uh, okay. Sorry, me and Ben were not able to actually hang out and meet for the first time in person while I was in town. But well, no. Well, hold on. You you were you were being a good father, and it was just busy. the The loyal listeners and subscribers out there that are also fathers, they know the deal. These things happen, and then it just snowballs. And before you know it, it's five fifteen, and you got to start dinner. So. And Zach's asking, hey, you coming? You coming over here? Hey, you up? Um, Yeah, you up? (laughs) So, yeah, but I was in Oxford on Sunday for the Elite 11 Regional. Um, Dude, the weather could not have been more perfect. It was unreal. Which is good because it's supposed to rain. Yes, I think everything that was supposed to be in Oxford – caught me on the way back to Nashville. Um, yeah, well, that's but it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. I caught the tail end of it. It was fine. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the regional on Sunday at Oxford, which really aging myself here. I did not know <laughs> that there was a new Oxford high school. Oh man, you are getting old. So yeah, and it's so was, massive. Yeah. So I haven't seen it, but when I was telling a, a buddy who is a local, He's an Ox, is it Oxfordian? Um, uh, I'll take your word he for was, it. He was like, where is it? And I was like, well, it's at Oxford High School. The new one? I was like, what do you mean the new one? It's like, it's at the football field. And he was like, well, that's the middle school now. And I was 
Oh, well. But I was there in attendance. Tons and tons and tons of prospects out there because now the Elite 11 is doing this new thing they call the All-22. You know, they've always had receivers and running backs out there to work out and catch passes and whatnot. But now they are doing other positions as well. They had some offensive linemen, some defensive linemen, some linebackers were there playing defense. So that's pretty cool. So there was a ton of talent out there. Uh, most notably, 2024 Ole Miss commit DeMond Williams Jr. was in attendance, made the trip all the way from Arizona. He was there, showcased, as I wrote about it, you can read it on the site, the full arsenal. Um, really put everything out there of what he brings. Uh, not just a, you know, dual threat guy that runs around and makes plays and um, all the off-platform stuff. I mean, they went through all the drills. It was close to three, three and a half hours. And um, I'm not a, I'm not a quarterback expert or guru or scout, but he could really, really spin it. And um, it was a good day for him. So that was on display. Also of note, before I throw it to you, Narelle White was in town, not only for the camp to work out, but he was in town on Saturday with his mother. They were with the Ole Miss staff. I put it in the thread over the weekend. I don't think anything is imminent, but I am pretty close to putting in an RPM pick for Ole Miss to flip him. I do not think he will end up at Arkansas. I think he will be catching passes from DeMond Williams next year. And also, before we uh, bury the lead too far, Chris Marshall has been dismissed. The old, mm -hmm. the talented transfer from Texas A&M as announced on Saturday by Lane Kiffin uh, in a statement saying that um, he's just been dismissed. Um, I heard ongoing behavioral issues uh, and some of the stuff I've heard in regards to what resulted in him getting the boot aren't good, not great. So it, it's, it's, it's a tough thing. And for Ole Miss next year, it's a pretty big blow because, I mean, he was yeah. one of the decorated transfers, 14, that they added in the first portal window. And um, in the second portal window, it looks like wide receiver. It makes more sense now as to why they were pursuing all these different wide receivers. Right. You know, we were talking about um, how Ole Miss needs this and that at all four levels on defense. And offensively, you just kept, kept seeing wide receivers pop up. And we all thought that that was, at this point, a luxury position. If you can get a stud, absolutely get a stud. But they've got good numbers. They've got good talent. And Chris Marshall was a part of that. Well, this now – kind of brings clarity to that, especially with like a, a guy like Cody Epps, the BYU transfer, who got in and has since withdrawn. In a day's time, Ole Miss went from, we're all after, we're all in on this kid, we're after this kid, to, oh, I'm staying at BYU. The current culture is bizarre. But um, I expect them to continue to pursue those things. I wonder if they can re-engage Shane Hooks, but what I heard was just Shane Hooks, the Jackson State, commit to Ole Miss, then decommitment, is he's looking for way more NIL money. And, um, you know, I hope he gets it. But that, that's one that could pot potentially reemerge. But I guess I wouldn't hold my breath too much on that. It, it was just a very football-filled weekend. I think the most important thing from Elite 11 was because you were out there. I wasn't. It was my fault. I needed to be there for a second. Meet him for the first time. We're just internet friends now. It's terrible. <laughs> Even though I talked to him more than my wife. Um, but I think the most interesting thing when you and I were kind of talking about it after everything had gone, gone on – He's out there for three hours, but you're around his family all day. And Damani's a four-star quarterback. He's kind of the linchpin. Every every time you commit a quarterback, that's the guy that's supposed to be like the, you know, mm -hmm. captain of the class, um, right. the headliner of the class. And Damon fits that more than Marcel Reed did, who's now at Texas A&M last year in last year's class. And uh, when you told me that you're around his family all 
you know, all day. And they're completely committed and rock solid with Ole Miss, which is a big deal because, uh, you know, I think there's a little bit of, there's a little bit of, I, I don't know, hesitancy in recruiting quarterbacks or commitments in general in 2023, but especially after Ole Miss with Marcel Reed got all the way to November and then he flips to Texas A&M. I mean, Ole Miss didn't really cry about that one. Um, I, I, I was bummed because Marcel, I think, is just going to be a stud. But uh, Damon Williams, I mean, when you need the headliner, the linchpin of your class, your quarterback, your four-star guy to kind of be that for you and recruit for you and help be a part of things. And so far, he's mm-hmm. been exactly that. Also, before before we deep dive even more into Elite, Elite 11, did you see this? Aiden Williams, the uh, stud four-star in-state signee for Ole Miss Ooh. in last year's class, well, this previous class, he's going to wear number one at Ole Miss as if there was Ooh. ever any doubt. Look. As if there was ever – no, here's the thing, though. I know that every kid still has their one-year penalty for transfer. But, Aiden, you take on number one. You can't – like, you will ruin the tradition <laughs> if you transfer out. You that's kind of him, him saying, like, I'm here. Yeah, I mean, if you're not – if that's not saying I'm here, then I don't know, man. And Look, it, it's, I, the, it's the perfect number for Aiden Williams because Jonathan Mingo Ward, obviously, but A.J. Ward and Laquan Ward. The last three number ones, it's become a tradition at Ole Miss. The last – just like uh, blonde hair for your shortstop. I still contend that – the reason why Ole Miss baseball, partially, not completely, and this is complete nonsense, so no one take this seriously. I'm joking. But part of the reason why they were so bad this year, yeah, Hunter Elliott going down, that's a killer. <laughs> Josh Mount's going down, that's a killer. No, it's because Jacob Gonzalez ended the blonde hair tradition at shortstop. He's like, hey, wait, we won what? a title. Wait, 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 what? Yeah. He ended the blonde hair tradition at shortstop. Just like the wow. blonde hair tradition, had... except in football, number one, if Aiden doesn't stay, we're going to have – you know, Jacob Gonzalez and the curse of Jacob Gonzalez and the blonde hair in baseball haunting Ole Miss right now. What's going to happen? I guess the the haunting of number one. You've, it's become too big of a tradition just to put it on somebody that might be a flight risk. Is all I'm saying. Flight risk. I told somebody yesterday that Aiden Williams is going to be a freshman All SEC guy. In my heart of hearts, good. I believe that. Yes, he was going to play right. regardless. But now that Chris Marshall is gone, now they're gonna they're gonna fill a spot. But I still think Aiden Williams is going to play day one. Well, here's what I heard about Chris Marshall. Um, all through spring, we reported this at the on the Ole Miss Spirit, OldMissSpirit.com affiliate on three, which is what both of us write for. Uh, we reported on this in practice reports and all that kind of stuff. But Chris, I mean, he had maturity issues, obviously, at Texas A&M, right? I mean, it led to him being suspended. He only played in three games. He had his issues. Uh same thing at Ole Miss. I mean, those those issues followed him at Ole Miss. He was having a, a tough time. I was adjusting. told more of it had to do with yeah more. It had more to do with maturity than anything else. But this last incident is one of those boneheaded decisions yeah. that a kid that makes, and it's just yeah, yeah. The 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 way it was worded to me was he was a problem from day one. But I don't want to shit on the kid on his way out. Um, it's just unfortunate well, because I mean, like early on, early on. It was a real issue. It's like, oh man, this kid—he's just—he's just a mess. But then in the last two weeks, he started to kind of figure out the offense. Uh, his talent flashed. He looked great. And then he goes to the Grove Bowl, gets four catches for eighty-nine yards. Looks fluid. Um, Ole Miss needed him, honestly, because Trey Harris—you know—he was injured all spring. The transfer from Louisiana Tech. I would have said going into spring, oh yeah, Trey Harris is the number one leading guy in this room, but I, have, I still haven't seen him really. So 
from what I saw, Chris Marshall was emerging. I mean, in every single quarterback, Jackson, Walker, Howard, Spencer, Sanders, they all had something to say about him, how he's a freak. He can do this, he can do that, and now he's gone. That is a loss for a room that desperately needed him. That's a big deal. It's a loss. And uh, I don't know how big yet. You know, we'll kind of see that in the fall. And ESPN came out with its rankings, or no, its win totals, over-under win totals, and it's seven and a half for Ole Miss, which seems exactly right. I would take the over still with Chris Marshall even gone because I think they're going to go eight and four. But it's a loss. And it's something they really didn't need to deal with now because you're already dealing with enough defensively. But Aiden Williams is wearing number one, so he's our great hope. Yeah, and and look, I last thing on Chris Marshall before we move on because we do have some breaking news to get to, but um, breaking news. We'll get there. Um, Sorry. I look. I have to remind people and the Ole Miss fan that's out there listening to this podcast: the talent was off the charts, the ceiling, the intrigue, all the buzzwords, but. He hadn't played a full season of college football because he was kicked off the team at AM and he had barely played a full year in high school because he was a basketball player. Now, that doesn't negate what he did in the spring and how he really turned heads and was capable of being a guy down the road. Zach, he, he was going to be a stud. But assuming he could get it all figured out and, and toward the end of spring, that's I mean, what I was kind of getting at. It looked like he I'm figured saying. it out. If you'd have told me that this was the result, that this was the outcome after the first two weeks of spring practices, I'd have believed you. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. But after the last two weeks, it's a real bummer because he started to look like that five-star, right? He looked like that uh, – I think he was the number three overall wide receiver in the 2022 class, top 50 prospect. This is a really talented player. Which says a lot reason. because he didn't play yeah. a lot of football. He didn't play a lot of football. So, yeah. It was all potential and upside, and he started to show it at the end of Ole Miss spring practices, and now he's gone. Um, it was nice to think that Aiden could just come in and feel his way around and then start balling, but now it's like, all right, Aiden, you're wearing number one. You're coming in. You're just that guy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You're, the, you're the next AJ, the next Jonathan Mingo. I mean, uh, it feels weird putting Jonathan Mingo in that conversation, by the way. And I love Jonathan Mingo. Yeah, but, you know, you got drafted pretty high, so he, he's up there. All I'm saying is that once AJ left, one should have been passed down to Elijah, and then one should have been passed down to Dontario, and all, and so on and so forth. Yeah, but you know, I feel Elijah like it should be, the, I should, I feel like it should be whole, reserved. Uh, he had the whole eight ball thing. Yeah, but I feel like one should be reserved for like the dude wide receiver at Ole. It's Miami. kind of like um, eighteen at LSU. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Cause like twelfth man, like twelve at AM is for like the walk on, so it doesn't really work. But yeah, yeah that eight, okay. eighteen at LSU Neat. is a big deal. Um there are other schools. Seven at LSU. Yeah, for the for the seven DB. at LSU. Patrick Peterson and Leonard Fournette. It was always like the dude wore seven. The dude but, wears one. Um yeah, and don't I, give it to a defender anymore. I know not, we do dual numbers now, but like that's the one number that doesn't need to be dual. I would even take 18 out of the unretired rather than put a one on defense. What was uh, – who was it a while um, – But I'm also one of those people that believes that no numbers should be retired. That's absurd. Why do you say that? Or you because, mean just I mean, honored, honor the player. You're, not, honored, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not honoring the number. You honor the player. You were like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kendrick oh, Lewis, he earned number one on defense. Oh, yeah. Even though he missed that tackle. What was it at Wake Forest? Dude, I don't remember. Ben doesn't forget. I love Kendrick Lewis. He's awesome. 
Great player. Was, Converted wide receiver. I was still, in, I was still awesome. in school then, so that was very foggy. Um, like, say what you want to about uh, Houston Nutt. He was horrible. But, <laughs> but he did recruit. That's, he that's also dudes. made some really sneaky – like, he was a pretty damn good evaluator. Think about it. Um, Marche Green started as wide receiver, ended up as a cornerback that made it to the league. Kendrick Lewis started out as a wide receiver, moved into free safety. He ends up as a free safety in the NFL, played for the Texans, started for years, multiple yeah. years. Guy could evaluate. Give him, give him, just, give him some yeah. credit. Yeah, he's evaluate, right, anyway. but shitty taste in music at Walmart, and just in general bad football coach. Well, the thing is, <laughs> he arrived at Ole Miss without his fastball. His curveball was still good enough. That's why I got him through two years with that Ordron's talent. But he didn't want to be here. I mean, the fact yeah. that Ole Miss was his rebound school from Arkansas. I mean, that's Ole Miss's fault. Come on now. That was like the longest of long-term relationships. Yeah. He wasn't um, putting his full love and energy into this. Come on. He just had a stacked uh, roster. Right. I mean, Ed Orgeron was an idiot. Terrible football coach. But one of the he best in, uh, to ever exist in college football. <laughs> he was in Nashville yesterday. Yeah, I know. This newly, uh, newly, newly engaged, engaged fiance. Ed Orgeron yeah. was running on the pedestrian bridge outside of uh, the Taylor Swift concert. Hey, he probably wouldn't saw Tay-Tay because uh, it looks like his wife would be a fan. Ed wouldn't. He's probably still listening to Bachman Turner Overdrive or something. Hey, Taylor, I see you go through these errors. You want to go through the errors and go, go Tigers. I want to see the I want to live to the Jim Coachy. Jim Coachy. And then we go to eat it. The darn boys are good. Hey, Taylor, you ever, heard of, you ever heard of the Doobie Brothers? You should listen to the Doobie Brothers. Yeah, I don't know that you did better than Taylor Taylor Swift to calm down and now you do. We're off the tracks. Introducing the new and improved BNA Bank mobile app. From setting transaction alerts and tracking your spending habits to managing travel plans and turning off a lost or stolen debit card, you can take care of all of it in the new BNA mobile app. At BNA Bank, we know that life moves pretty fast and we have the mobile technology to keep up with your life on the go. BNA Bank, local, invested, modern banking. Are you ready for the Grove? Because I know I am. So join Lane Kiffin and your Ole Miss football rebels at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium this fall for the 2023 season. Order tickets now to participate in the seat selection process and to explore seating options. Visit OleMissTix.com, OleMissTix.com, or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation today, 662-915-7159. For Ole Miss football season tickets, it's time again to help lock the vault. The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell. And what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages. 
passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage, but intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, so back to the breaking news. Uh, yeah. Chuck and I have both independently confirmed that Michigan State wide receiver... Keon Coleman will be in Oxford on Tuesday, May 9th. Big deal. Big development. Almost wanted him out of high school. Huge deal. Oh, boy. Uh, this, originally, this just became our entire podcast. You know that, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we got a couple things to touch on from Elite 11. We can swing it back not around. Really, but yeah, Not really. Uh, we, you know. We okay. talked about DeMond. That's all that matters. Yeah. I, I, look. The kid is, I've seen him in person now because I reached out and I was like, hey, you got an update on your height and weight. I need to update your profile. What was the updated height and weight? 5'11", 180. Um, I like the 180, but man, I was really hoping he'd come in six foot. I was really hoping for six feet. His dad's taller, so he can still grow. I stood next to him. I'm 5'10". He was taller than me, so everything checks out. I need to reach out to uh, Brian Stump from Elite 11 and get his like actual measure, like what he measured in. Yeah, get, get his official measurements. I really need but, to have like an Arch Manning growth spurt, though. You know, Arch from like 5'8 to 6'4 overnight. What about an Anthony Davis growth spurt? I forgot. What did, what did AD do? I forgot. Oh, dude, he was like 6'2 as a freshman, and then <laughs> he got to Kentucky. He was 6'10, 6'11. That's um, just, they put something in the water over there in Big Blue Nation. Anyway, he was taller than me, so everything's fine. He's not, you know, 5'7 or anything. Um, look, he, kid looks good, and I talked to I, – I, I will have a long piece coming out. I did talk to Brian, who's the director of Elite 11. Um, extensive conversation about DeMond, and it, it'll, it'll be out on the site here this week, but he alluded to the fact that, like, hey, like, this is – this this doesn't mean anything, you know, because he didn't get the invite to the finals, but they had him in the top tier. And he said, look, a lot of the stuff that DeMond does so well doesn't translate out here because you're not in pads, you're not in a game. 
it's not you're not able to simulate yeah, but that but that could be taken in a negative way too it's like okay so he's not a great technical thrower i don't think it was if that it was more so like in a game in a game situation when stuff breaks down other quarterbacks uh-huh. here can't do what he does yeah but i still want to be able to make the elite 11 throws i mean he did so you like the arm. It's not like a developing Oh, there arm. was – no, 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 no. There was no question. And it was windy yesterday, okay. and that really shows you who can spin it and who can't. And he was driving the football. Okay. Like he, he – no, he can throw it. But it's like, you know, his his dynamic athleticism is what really sets him apart and makes him a four-star. And so he was like, you know, hey, a lot of that stuff, like we don't get to see here because you're just throwing against air. You know, we're not – we don't have a, don't have a defense. Williams. Will Demond Williams, because of what we know about Ole Miss quarterback situation and about the transfer portal and the freedom of movement for players. I mean, Braxton Myers committed and signed in November, and now he's a Purdue Boilermaker in May. Will Demond Williams ever start a game at Ole Miss? Yeah, I mean, I think he absolutely – what I was going to say was, as long as Lane Kiffin is in Oxford, he'll be there. I mean – there's no question, um, and look, I know things change. I know whatever, but I talked to his dad for about an hour and a half, and they love Oxford. They love the staff. They're excited to get there and get to work. Um, it was all business when I talked to Demon. You know, he was disappointed he didn't get the finals invite, but he was all about, you know, hey, I learned a ton today. I'm going to continue to work, take what I learned today, get better, you know, try to win another state championship and to recruit guys. Like, it was all Ole Miss. And his but dad why did he me, not get an invite? I think a lot of that can can be political. Um, and now they can go back Uh-oh. and they can go back and give invites to but guys. But, man, you just, said, you just brought in so much intrigue. You did, The first thing you <laughs> said was political. Uh, That's I all mean, I want to know now. I wanna, is there, like, a secret society to pick this shit? Oh, it's great. Uh, I, I mean, I think, I think they want a certain group there. Um. Look, I, oh, so I'm it's not, exclusive, like the skulls. I'm not trying to badmouth anyone. I'm just saying, like, and then look, it's not a one person decision. I mean, they have like 12 people on staff that all chime in. I, I mean, they can go. They've only invited six people, and they invite 20, and there's two more stops. So unless you know, they find 14 more people at these next two stops, they can go back and you know, retroactively extend some invites, but. That doesn't matter. Like all of that, it, it's it's whatever. Like I talked to three different instructors or coaches while I was there, and they they, they were like, Oxford's getting a stud. Like there's no question. And also, um, did you tell the people no? Zach got recognized. <laughs> oh yeah, an old Miss had, fan uh, or someone came up to him. Are you Zach Barry? He had it happen. We had a we had a loyal subscriber that that gave us a shout out and said that they, uh, they love what we do. So that was cool. I appreciate that. See, um, at least when uh, that happens to you, they just come and go, are you Zach? They don't go, Hey, what's up spirit, Ben? That's your thing. It's like your, bit. yeah. Yeah, All sure. Right. It's my bit. That's the only character I play online. All right. Yeah. So Keon Coleman and more breaking news. He just tweeted that he will be in Oxford tomorrow. So confirm, confirm, confirm. So um, triple confirmed. I look, he was just at Florida state. This is a good sign for Ole Miss. Because as we all know, no one has a terrible time on official visits. By all the 
Instagram photos and tweets. It looked like you had a good time in Tallahassee. Well, here's my interesting thing about it. All right, so this happens with Chris, and it's something that the kid did. So what happens to the NIL money that was committed to him? I mean, did he just get money up front? It's above my pay grade, Ben. Yeah, exactly. So what I think happened, money he spent from the – that was up front. All right, and you're not recouping any of that. But it wasn't everything because I know the total commitment for me, it was, it was big. All right. So now that that's available, who do you think they're about to drop it all? You know, I think Keon's coming into town and it's big, not just because he just got off the Florida State visit, but because Ole Miss has a need and he's coming in and they're trying to work out final details. I think they can get this kid pretty wrapped up pretty quick. They were, they wanted Keon Coleman before the Chris Marshall yes, thing he, happened. Yep. yep but as yep. soon as it did, there was a graphic that went out. Lee, yeah, Hayes Fawcett on three, graphic designer extraordinaire. It's out a graphic that, let me double check. I think it's for the 59 schools that have reached out to Keon Coleman. 59? Yeah, there's a whole graphic of all the logos. And as soon as the Chris Marshall thing unfolded, Lane Kiffin retweets it. (laughs) I love Lane Kiffin on Twitter, man. So there you go. It's hilarious. I mean, his give a shit is – I've said shit way too much. Uh, but his give a crap. Give a hoot. When it comes to, like, give a crap to this – yeah, give a hoot. To this recruiting, like, the, the new culture of recruiting, man, he doesn't have a button no more. I mean, he just leans into it. He accepts it <laughs> while also publicly saying, this is all ridiculous. Y'all realize this is ridiculous, right? We all agree. This is absurd. Uh, I mean, it's he, – He plays the game perfectly. Look, it's, you know – that's the, the day and age we live in now, man. Like I was yep. talking to to guys out at the Elite Eleven and you know, you know, fellow colleagues, people in the industry, and just like, look, man, it's great now because these recruits, for the most part, they want to do interviews. They want to talk because they know you're gonna put everything out on Twitter, on Instagram, you know, podcast. You're gonna you're gonna tell everybody that brand that they want to build. Yep. You're help you know you're helping them elevate it by talking to them, right? And they do interviews all the time, so a lot of them are getting pretty good at it. Yeah, and I've noticed that a lot of the like, especially if you don't talk to them on the phone, uh, a lot of them want to do their stuff over DM. It goes down the DMs, and uh, I've started to notice that a lot of the, the answers to certain questions are the exact same. So they have like copy and paste. You know what I mean? Like they're just going, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 my business a lot of that schedule, too. copy paste. But, you know, like when I was when I was out there, I talked to Damon and, you know, he's got, you know, he had the the red and white cleats on. He had like some special shorts. He's got the big, you know, the big poofy hair. And I asked him, I was like, you know, you got a lot of swagger. Like you got any, you know, NIL things that you, you know, you might be eyeing down the road. You know, he was, you know, he kind of laughed and he was like, no, not really. And he's like, but he's like, you know, you know, you mentioned the hair. He's like, I might look into that. So I'm saying, dude, like if he couldn't get an NIL with Maybelline or something or whatever it is, what's the shampoo? Maybelline Tresemme. is makeup. Oh, can you imagine like, like DeMond Williams, like Tresemme, ooh, la, la. Yeah. He said, he says he uses Shea Moisture. Shea Moisture. I'll look into there you it. Go. We're off the rails again. All right, the Keon. Anyway. Sorry, I'll stop doing that. It's my fault. It's fine. So Keon Coleman, he will be in town. Yeah, I'd imagine Ole Miss is going to try to get him locked up. 6'4", 215. You talk about Ooh. Bad Bunny can absolutely go. Keon Coleman Ooh. can absolutely go. Um, he is 
uh, extremely athletic. He was a dual sport guy in high school. Uh, I want to say actually Ole Miss recruited him for both. I think Kermit Davis and the previous staff were like, yeah, man, you could absolutely come play. Um, but yeah, He, he had absolutely 50. had an Ole Miss basketball offer. I know that for a fact. Here's the deal with Keon Coleman. Size. Or not an offer because you only get one offer from one of the sports teams. The offer was from football. But he was a big-time basketball basketball prospect, too. And uh, mm-hmm. it was not just one of those, hey, let's uh, throw football a bone. I remember talking to Kermit or the staff. It didn't matter. I was talking to Kermit during it, and he was like, oh, yeah, this kid, he can go. You know, this kid he can play. I mean, he All would right. step in and be a rotational guy from get-go. Size, check. Production, check. Give me the production. 58 receptions, 798 yards, seven touchdowns last year. Uh, Is that any good? Average close to 14 or reception. Let me ask you this. Last? Okay. Before the stuff with Chris Marshall happened, if someone just said, all right, Zach, you can either keep Chris Marshall. Yeah. And I don't want to be recency bias. Well, no, I'm taking Keon Coleman because he's done it. Okay. Because Chris Marshall is like a lot of, you know, you know, Raymond Cotton had a lot of potential too. Oh God, you did not just put Chris Marshall in the same breath as Raymond Cotton. Come on. At least give him Nick Brazel. Yeah, Chris Raymond Strong. Cotton. There you go, Chris Strong. Okay, Chris Strong. I like man, I really thought Chris Strong was gonna be good. I really did. Uh well, I can confirm because I played against him and he was good. Um yeah, he was awesome. But last thing, we're checking boxes here. Keon Coleman, I'm not sure I have to check some some footage. His roster pick on ESPN, he's got the headband on the neck. That's just absolutely that's that's confirmed dog there. When you wear the old school thick headband on the neck, you're a stud. I don't care what anybody says. That's just a swagger thing for me, Ben. That's a branding thing. Talking yeah. about bra- it's all it's all calculated now. <laughs> there's all it's, they all got look, a reason for it you know on the new ncaa football game they need to make that a feature where you can put a head you know they're gonna the do the transfer portal i'm excited i really am i am gonna go I, absolutely raid like north I've already, texas i've already told my wife look when this game comes out <laughs> i'm sorry um like imagine if they have a really good online mode you and i will get nothing done nothing i just need to, I just need to go ahead and just put a bed in my office because i'll just be down here because you and i'll be recruiting against each other Okay, last thing here as we close up. Who is your go-to team to do a a, a dynasty Virginia. or Virginia? Why Virginia? I don't know. Are you like a closet because... Dan Grovat stand? <laughs> like I don't know. Well, I'd always play with Ole Miss first, always. But if I did the thing, the thing with with Ole Miss is it gets kind of old because we just sign the number one class every single year, and I mean we never lose. You know, I didn't want it to be in the SEC. But I wanted to be like a program that felt kind of Ole Missish in another big time conference. I was always Georgia Tech because I would just make people's lives miserable with that option. And also because Georgia Tech, uh, there used to be unique entrances for just a few of the programs in the country. And Georgia you got Tech, the Ramblin' Wreck. Yeah. So yeah, stay locked in. OMSpirit.com, part of on three. We will have extensive coverage of the portal. Ole Miss has really narrowed the scope. They're probably down to four or five guys that they are going all out for. So we will have that and more. Um, Like I said, I teased it. I got a really, really good interview with Brian Stump of the League 11 about Damon Williams, Walker Howard, Jackson Darts. We'll have all of that. 
and uh, a lot more as I anticipate several dominoes across multiple sports falling definitely soon. So, Keon um, Coleman, big deal. Plus, Keon Coleman with Trey Harris and a number one, Aiden Williams. Oh my God, the heart it flutters. Sure, we'll be back later this week with another podcast in some shape, form, or fashion. But for Ben, I'm Zach. We out. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.